Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. This is Dr. Michael A. Milton inviting you to join us for a devotional on Ephesians chapter 5 entitled Walking Together in Marriage. And we'll continue right after a message from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is Dr. Michael A. Milton with the devotional Walking Together in Marriage from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, and then picking up at verse 22 through 33. This is the inerrant and the infallible word of the living God. Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands. Love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish, in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord will endure forever. Now today we're going to look at the devotional thoughts that 
arise from verses 22 to the end of the chapter, that is, through 33. Here, the Apostle Paul is applying the love of the Lord Jesus Christ to wives and husbands, to marriage. Now, this passage contains two admonitions, one for the wife, one for the husband, and they're both grounded in that anchor verse, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. For the wife, the Apostle Paul says that wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. And then husbands are given this admonition. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. So there is here an admonition of mutual submission. Wives, submit yourselves unto your husband as a believer submits unto Christ in love. Secondly, husbands will love their wives, even as Jesus Christ loved the church and died for the church on the cross. Now, both of these are extraordinary statements when they're examined within the context of the prevailing metaphor, and the metaphor is Christ and believers. Christ acting out of love towards us, believers responding in love to Christ's saving initiatives, his saving work. Now, I want to ask you to join me in examining two great theological anchors that stabilize these doctrines, that keep them from wandering into areas that have nothing to do with the text. And there have been abuses in this. Are wives to submit to husbands who, in fact, don't give their lives to their wives as Christ did to the church? Is a husband to give his life? for his bride and his bride rejected. Again, the working metaphor is the believer in the church. So let's look at these two doctrines that empower a believer to live out these admonitions within marriage. And the first doctrine is the doctrine of the grace of God in Christ. When we understand that the gospel is that grace precedes good works. God's grace bestowed upon us simply because of his own incomprehensible pleasure to do so, not because of anything he saw in us, causes us to be grateful. And grace producing gratitude produces good works. Remember that the Lord told Israel, 
I am the God who brought you out of Egypt, out of bondage. And then God goes on to give them the commandments. Love precedes law. And this is the way we respond to each other in marriage. Love precedes the fulfilling of these admonitions. If you have never received Jesus Christ, if you do not know his grace at work in your life, though you are undeserving, it becomes extraordinarily difficult for you to express that in relationships. But if you know God's grace in your own life, then you're able to express grace to others in relationships. And no relationship is more fundamental and foundational to human civilization than the relationship of marriage. The second doctrinal anchor in this passage is union in Christ. And this is one of the most mysterious and powerful doctrines there is. It's not mysterious in the sense that it is something that is hidden and you need to search for. It is actually something that is glorious, profound, incomprehensible, and yet has been disclosed. It is that when Christ comes to you and you receive the Lord Jesus Christ by grace through faith, you are brought into union with Jesus Christ. He is in you. You are his child. He is at work within you, and he can never leave you. He will never leave you. He told us that. Now, union in Christ is the doctrine that underpins marriage, for wives and husbands are united in such a way that they have union together, physically, spiritually. And that is why at the end of this section, the Apostle Paul stands in wonder about his very teaching. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound. And I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Profound. How do we walk? We walk this way. We walk by grace. And we walk in union with each other, based on our union in Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At the intersection of faith and life, the teaching of Jesus Christ through the Apostle Paul about marriage is fundamental to human flourishing, to happiness and fulfillment. Marriage is indeed the cornerstone of civilization. Marriage is diminished in any way. Civilization itself is diminished. Conversely, when marriage is exalted and lived according to the divine design Revealed in Scripture, there's great joy in the city, to quote Dr. Luke in the book of Acts. So, for you and me in our marriages, let's recommit to living out our relationship with our wives, our husbands, out of the power 
of God's grace at work in our lives and out of the truth of our union with Christ, which Paul says is profound. And then he applies it to marriage. When that happens, the wonder of the glory of doctrines that are literally out of this world make their way into this world and into your marriage. Now may God bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace and joy in your marriage now and forevermore. Amen. Read more about it. I'd like to recommend a wonderful article that is written by Jake Maylott. That's M-A-I-L-H-O-T. And the article is entitled, What is Biblical Marriage? Foundations, Definitions, and Principles. And you can find that online by typing that title into your search engine. Secondly, I would like to add, What is a Biblical Definition of Marriage? by Robert Hampshire. And this can be found on Christianity.com. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination, dreams. With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.